Uh, we're back. Moving on. Part two, if you will. Part um, two. What have we got? We've got, got 26 names, if including Dominique Wilkins, who we kind of mentioned. You've got to uh, include Dominique Wilkins. Yeah, we don't need any uh. description if you've ever watched a dunk contest. Yes, yes. What's your thoughts on Rod Strickland? And back in the day. Rod Strickland. Flashy point guard. Flashy point guard. Spinner of the ball. Yeah, he Spinner never really got the, the all-star recognition. Felt he deserved. Yes, he was. It was an odd one why he never did. It seemed. I think it's because he moved teams so much, a lot, wasn't it? And then... He was a fleet of foot lad, let's say. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I think there was sort of tardiness issues. And, yeah, it uh, suggests he might not have been the best employee. Coach uh, clashes sort of early in his career, especially. I mean, drafted by the Knicks, wasn't he? When they already had Mark Jackson, which was a bit strange. You could never really. See how that was going to work. And then they shot him to San Antonio for, I think it was Mo Cheeks or something like that. Yeah. The Riley, just before the Riley era. Um, we had some good years in Portland, just sort of pre-Jailblazers yep. team, didn't he? With that, yep. sort of the last end of that, sort of the Drexler teams and stuff. Uh, the dregs of Drexler. And I guess Washington was his almost That's where I remember purple the patch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, if you're not familiar with his game, just think Kyrie Irving, basically. He was, he's godson, yeah. funnily enough. It's just strange. Yeah. It's very... Obviously, more of a passing point guard, wasn't he? Than yes. and a better passer than Irving. A better uh, passer than Irving. But the finishes are very similar. Those kind of Too up and uh, yeah, yeah, using the glass, lots of English and just variety of finishes. Is it um, English is it mustard? I don't know. I never know. I think there's a way. What one means one, one means the other. Is one's it? been topspin, one's been backspin. I yeah, think. I think English is backspin, isn't it? I think I don't know. Mustard's the opposite. I think. Someone can clarify that. So he's played a lot more. I know, I know that's why it was with pool. If you know, <laughs> yeah. what I mean. with pool balls when they, I don't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, straight out the bro. Yeah, flashy, just sweet passing. I always remember he did those kind of no looks or over the shoulder kind of passes, and just he was all really good at hitting the trailer and stuff. And um, yes, yes. Well, he was like a. He used to drive and kick. Yeah. But you never had to. Kick it, you didn't have to kick as far as you do now because there were no, not many people behind the three point line, yeah, game, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. there was way more room for the shot over the shoulder, no look passes out of the lane because yeah. you weren't trying to hit a man in the corner all yeah, the time. You just had a guy sort of spotting up from 18 feet or cutting, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a kind of spot, Bernard King spots at the top of the key. I think he'd do really well nowadays. His game at then himself, just I think he'd just get a lot more space. Um, in today's NBA, Gavin, yeah, I yeah. think he was probably a little bit too early in terms of. In terms of that, yeah, I remember him destroying the Warriors once, like late about ninety eight or something. Just put like twenty one on twenty on us <laughs> <laughs> against you know the sort of one of the poorer Warrior teams when we had those sort of the unis with the, the electric the, the electric spark on yeah. the electric spark. Remember him just destroying oh, us. They were uh, awful those unis. But yeah, Rod Strickland definitely uh, one of my favourites stylistically to watch. Um, he was great fun to watch. Yeah, do yourself a favour if you're not familiar with his game and. Uh, there's plenty of YouTube footage out there. Of, um, I think he works for the G League now. Really? Ah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Still involved. Yeah, he is. He's 
part of this thing of getting the sort of young guy. You know, they're going to announce this 18-year-olds are basically going to be yeah. allowed to come into the league. I think he's kind of involved in that sort of pathway and stuff. Oh, good. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Rodders. Nice one, son. Here's one I'm sure you'll probably agree on. Uh, now he's retired. A favourite of ours over the years. One, Boris Diaw. Yes. Big Boris. Yes, no dispute on Boris. Um, no dispute on Boris. No, a character. Weird, he kind of came in as like a ball handling. Sort of. I like a big man with a little man game. Like a, sort of point guard strokes or combo guard, didn't he? Because um, he was a like 6'8", obviously. Yes, um, yes. Well, the hope was he was, you could, ooh, could he be like, like magic? That's what they do to anybody yeah, who's he's like, like that kind size. Kind of Steve Smithy pass. type player, but probably just his body filled out a bit more, didn't it? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So he ended up sort of playing sort of powerful in the majority of his career, really, but he's... His game was kind of positionless anyway, wasn't he? He was just a... He's just good at basketball. Just yeah, yeah. He's really good at basketball. really high basketball IQ. Yeah, just really um, good at basketball. But yeah, what a... Just those lost years on the Bobcats. It just that killed me because I always liked his game. And um, it was kind of... Not till he got to the Spurs... Well, he had that run with Phoenix, didn't he? Uh, on the Nash teams and stuff. Where, yeah. Uh, he played yeah. Quite, uh, quite a big role. It wasn't really till the Spurs, though, where someone was like, Oh! We could utilize that properly. Yeah, he was sort of tailor made for that sort of system, wasn't he? Yes, they had the, just the hitting the extra man. Particularly and... that that it was peak pop, wasn't yeah. it? That, a few yeah. years ago, if you yeah, when they mean. when they trounced Miami for the second, uh, the, you know, second finals matchup they had. Yeah, um, it was all happening for him at that point, and uh, had that year in Utah. But yeah, I just remember him just throwing alley oops to Sean Marion and stuff. <laughs> Phoenix teams. He was a great passer. Yes. Um, Smooth operator as well. Yeah. A buttery smooth game. Yeah. Um, you could post up. Um, yeah, you just had that old man game. Lots of floaters and sort of no-look passes. Not the best outside shooter. Kind of developed a bit as he went on. Uh. But um, yeah, a lovely uh, a lovely all-round game and, and quite the character off the court as well. Yes. So, nice. Yeah, if you follow his adventures on uh, Instagram and stuff, uh, he's catamaran. Remember Bison Daily, Boris. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I think remember he, Bison Daily. I think he seems to research this a bit. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian Williams. So Boris is in. Um, of course, straight in, straight in. Yeah, Boris. I'm kind of sad when he retired, but um, I'm glad we can mention him. What are your thoughts on um, the dunk contest participants, Spud Webb? Where where do you come down on him? I think he's more remembered for the sort of dunk contest than these actual yes. kind of NBA career, yes. which is probably doing him a disservice because he had a quite long, steady career, didn't he? Uh, Sacramento and Atlanta. Um, I just don't think I saw enough of him. Yes, it's hard because you didn't see enough of him. Mm. But there is that thing of... He was a five foot seven dude who won the dunk contest. Yes. It's got to be worth something. Yes, I don't know. He's... Mighty Mouse. I've like watched... it's, it, it was inspiring to see. It was. And, and it, it still was. is. Yeah, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. You can't not watch no. highlights of Spud Webb's no. like now and still not be like, what? If you know, it was what? ridiculous at the time. What? Like you can watch Nate Robinson, but Nate Robinson looks like he's been let loose. Are all the fucking human growth hormones and stuff. <laughs> if you know what I mean, like he looks like he's it's a different, a bit different, stocky, wasn't he? A different, he was slightly time. taller as well, wasn't he? he was a, I, don't, I don't know how big Nate was, but mm. he wasn't five seven. That's for and, sure. And, but Spud Webb, you can still watch that now, and it's like, ah, uh-huh. you draw. Well, you remember the players' reactions or Jordan yes. and he got this. I just like, how's he going up the gate? Doing like, that? And not even just putting it down, just reverses off the sort of three sixty yes. spins and stuff. So for that alone, I think. Yeah. Uh, 
I think he deserves a place in our 50. Yeah, we can't talk long and hard about thingy, but you just watch, yeah. You just watch his dunk contest highlights. Rocking the ponies. need to know. Rocking the ponies in the dunk contest. Bollock to New York. Uh, talking of undersized point guards, a bit of an obvious one, but we've got to mention AI. Um, just for... Rocking Jordan's ankles. <laughs> Rocking Jordan's ankles. Yeah, uh, um, yeah just... For sunning off the ultimate sunner. For, uh, just for for me, just for uh, being the only man to mention Rick James and the Chappelle show in his Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> yeah. Did it for me. It like, <laughs> this is absolutely... That's still, to this day, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Just watching that live, I'm like, he's not really going there, is he? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's going to mention Rick James in his Hall of Fame speech. He's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, if you've read any of the books about him and stuff, some yeah, some questionable behaviour off the court and stuff, but uh, he was just too good. That sort of run he had uh, from sort of his rookie year to the finals and stuff, he was unplayable, wasn't he? Yes, he just changed like, basketball. Maybe not on the, and off the court. Maybe. maybe not for the better at the time, and I think more positive things came out of it in the long run. But like he. Got to do what he wanted. Well, it was very it was much so good. The sort of arrival of the next generation, wasn't it? Post Jordan. Yes. Of, you know. Yes, and the league may have overinvested a little bit too much in dress codes, and you know they weren't particularly embracing initially, were they, David? Sort of so. Well, it wasn't was a good was era it? for looks, anyway, though. To be honest, no. If lots you were of in denim. that, you'd be like, oh, lots, lots of denim and do rags. Way <laughs> too much denim, like three people's <laughs> denim on one trouser leg, like. It was a bad era for If you look it. back at some of those slam advert uh, magazine adverts now, yeah. there's some uh, ten a penny sort of clothing brands that came out with uh, some uh, some questionable design. There's going some on. awful um, stuff in this, but but and then like it was just a bad era. It's like how AI is maybe he's one of the few people who like he had several model like several versions of his shoe. Start out amazing and just got worse yeah, and worse and worse and worse. Never better the first one, did they? Really? Nothing close to that no. first answer. They look great if you had really small feet, then, because I remember getting a pair and they just didn't look good. Yeah, <laughs> big size eleven <laughs> white basketball shoes. They just like space boots. But yeah, they look good on him. That was the main thing. Oh yeah, they got worse, but yeah, he was unplayable, tough yeah. as fuck. Four time scoring champ. Tough um, as fuck. MVP two thousand one wasn't it? His MVP yeah. year when he just crushed it and was that one when he stepped over Tyrone Lou in the finals wasn't it yep was that, that was his MVP the Lakers year, it, that yeah. was his that was his that was his pinnacle yeah that was his pinnacle yeah and Tyrone Lou got a really good close-up look at that <laughs> he almost he saw the underside of the top of the mountain yeah the rookie as I mentioned the MJ thing I can remember we that was peak that was peak Iverson with yeah. a little sort of throw I was seeing that and just being like aye, aye. and the Sixers <laughs> still had the red unis for the last year like that that was that was I've still got that red Iverson rookie uniform like rookie yeah. jersey somewhere yeah it was a good one so yeah AI will probably do an extended sort of pod on him maybe at some point do we want to go to Europe and maybe mention I do so two players who I'd like to, uh, to be honest, yeah, I'd like to move. Yeah, to be yeah. honest, <laughs> wouldn't we all? Well, the fuckers though, isn't it? Um, Residency now, we can't. It's too late. May as well mention them sort of together. Um, Vladi Divac and Drazen Petrovic. Vladi Divac um, and Drazen Petrovic, kind of forever linked, really, because of uh, sort of what happened and the break of of Yugoslavia. Yep. and um, obviously there's the uh, the thirty for thirty documentary. If you've seen that. Um, about sort of how the friendship dissolved. Amazing story. Really. Nice differences. I'll do that too. Yeah. 
Petrovic, obviously. You kind of, you know, if you listen to this, you kind of know the story. How he was sort of killed. 28, was it? Carl yes. Um, just as he kind of blown up. Find his feet. He should probably have been an all-star that year. Question whether he was going to come back to the NBA. I think there was rumours he'd probably had enough and he was going to head back to Europe. But um, yeah, he was an all-star level player by that point and after kind of blowing up in Europe very much like he was the Luka Doncic of his day, if you will. And probably even more highly regarded, wasn't he? Um, yes, but he did it for longer, so not as yeah, young, so different yeah, in that regard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, if Luka Doncic had still been in Europe at 25. Yeah, you'd be questioning <laughs> but, but, <laughs> different yeah. times obviously but i mean that that's what he was if you know what i mean yes yeah. he, he dominated yeah as Euro a youngster like that yeah and uh, obviously came to portland was not sort of a bit of a log jam position wise wasn't there with the, the guards there yeah it wasn't until he got to new jersey that the year he blew but yeah one of the best shooters ever really in the history of basketball long range anyway and three-point range um just ridiculous Amazing. And, uh, yeah could score in a lot of different ways vladi obviously uh, a big man caught on with the Lakers early and uh, obviously known now as Gaff Brown, Sacramento uh, GM, but still holding is it, down. Is it though? Is it? Initially, is he how good but, they are now? Um, but now, is he but turning it around. Um, I always liked Vladi. Ooh. I think a lot of that criticism was probably a little, I mean, did bring a lot of it on himself with some of the decisions they made. But um, but yeah, if you don't I remember... I think he his, say some stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but if you don't remember his game, obviously very good passing big man. Um, could score, could facilitate, and um, kind of peak when the Kings had that sort of run to the Western Conference Finals and got yes, that's by the peak. Rest. That's that's uh, peak. Peak Vlade, yeah. Um, on that really good Kings team with Chris Webber and Mike Bibby, um, had a great career, really. Um, yes, Hall of Fame, obviously. International career was glittering. Won Europe, you know, World Championships with uh, sort of former Yugoslavia. One of those, one of those dudes who looked like thirty-eight. Looked scruffy as fuck when he was drafted. Uh, yeah, like you're, just, yeah. you're always like... Cheap-ass suit, unshaven. Uh, looked like he smoked 20 Marlboro Red. I remember and, just uh, just assuming Vladi Divac was like one year away for, from retirement for like seven years before. Being like, how old is he actually? <laughs> and then being like, what? <laughs> no way. But yeah. Um, yeah, very unkempt and very... Uh, oh, the bags under the eyes, looked half asleep. Yeah, but a genuinely lovely guy, if you've ever seen sort of interviews mm. with him. footage, um, comes across really well. Uh, always being one of our favourites. Uh, characters, so uh, yeah, we can we can sling them lads in together. Yeah, Vlade's in there. Didn't mention him when we mentioned uh, Charles Oakley earlier, but uh, very much uh, a sort of double act on the Pat Riley's Knicks. One Mace, Anthony Mason. Mace. If you've ever followed yes. our uh, <laughs> social media posts, we know we've always been massive fans. Um, just a character again with the haircuts and the sort of unique game. And the floor-length fur coats. Yeah. The floor-length furs. That'll do it. <laughs> Some uh, questionable fashion choices. Uh, there's, hey, just, just a, there's a million and one. Respect, I, mean. res- I respect respectable fashion choices. They may have not been respectable fashions, but you've got to respect those choices. Yeah. Timbos and fur coats. Yes. Um, and big Jesus Pimpinsons, Pimpinsons, Pimpinsons. <laughs> was, yeah, Mace was, Mace was, I don't know, but he, more than... People say it was like Oak that embodied those Knicks, but it wasn't. It was Mace. 
I think so, yeah. I think it was Mace. The... I, I, to be honest, from what I can tell, and, um, and and this is what I mean, if he ever meets me, he'll slap me for saying this, I'm sure, but Charles Oakley seems like a miserable old git, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, just, just, it's respect, respect, respect me, respect it, like, all the time. I don't like, miserable, but... And, uh... and like, I, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't seem like he's that much fun, whereas Mace was a little bit more... Yeah, well, Mace grew up in New York, didn't he? He went to high school in... Yep. Uh... Sort of and that's Queens. what I mean. He was always and going so to embody that. He was more. really beloved, wasn't he? He was yeah. always in, you know, he was in like Diamond D videos and Beastie Boys song videos and stuff. Yeah. And kind of, the whole sort of New York scene really embraced Mason, I think. And uh, he, uh, he'd pop up in all sorts of places. And just a unique game, a point forward, if you will. And, yes, yes. You know, again, we mentioned maybe the NBA not the biggest sort of uh, <laughs> testers for uh, performance enhancing the yes. of the day. Not for a minute we're suggesting anything, but he was a, he was a stocky lad. Stocky lad. Like, Despite uh, all that, couldn't get off the ground. <laughs> no, he wasn't <laughs> a leaper. Groundbound. He could, could dunk, but uh, he wasn't a leaper by any stretch. No, no, him. the opposite of Spud Webb in that regard. But yeah, you knew you were in a game if Mace was on the floor. Um, yes. He was uh, scrappy. Yes, um, well, it was it was that, wasn't it? It was like... They just threw it at you with like him and LJ and Charles Oakley. Those, those Knicks yeah. were just like. Well, he went in the LJ trade, didn't he? <laughs> I think. Did he not? Who? Wasn't the Larry Johnson trade? He went to Charlotte in that yes, trade. Yes, he didn't did he? go for yeah. that one. Yeah, so it was more like the sort of Riley and Knicks, wasn't mm. it? And then he was at Miami, wasn't he? Uh, he was an all star at Miami. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy when you think about it. But yeah, he embodied everything about it, everything that was cool about basketball at the time the crossover, the bleeding into like wider culture as you said it was yeah there's was a brilliant like... story in uh, Jack McCann's Phoenix Suns book uh, Alvin Gentry tells about when uh, when they were on the Hornets and uh, he was asking BJ Armstrong why he didn't come pray with him and the rest of the team and uh, BJ was just like uh, it's not really my thing like mm. crack on but you know thanks anyway I'm not into the praying thing and stuff and uh, <laughs> it's said, well, fuck you then if you don't want to pray with us or something. And <laughs> Alvin Jensen was just like, there you go, really embodying the Christians. It's the Christian reason. spirit of tolerance. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> embody those values. <laughs> so, yeah, gone too soon as well. Yeah. Yes. Swirling in the heavens. Yes. Uh, big mace. Um, which is a shame because, um, yeah, he brought a lot of joy. Yeah, went a weird route, sort of played overseas, CBA, and uh, a little cup of coffee with Denver, and then, uh, yeah, caught on with the Knicks and really made his name and grafted for it. So that's off to Mace. Well, that's what made it, wasn't it? Because aside yeah. from all the skill, he worked hard. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, he was a hard right, We'll have a small break, we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, uh, to the west side. Yeah, to the east side. Come on, come on, to the north side. To the south side. There's one in the house. To my man, show biz in the house. Hey, bust you see, I skip to my loo like Napoleon at Waterloo. My name is Diamond D. Tell you what I'm gonna do. I dip and I dab like a Mike Tyson jab. Even though this flab, I possess the gift of gab. I shoot it like a jammy. Girls get the panties in. Even with a fanny, and I might win a Grammy. And maybe I won't, so I chill like the Pope. See, I'll never mope, cause I know my shit is dope like Colombian fish scale. Ask my man Ishmael. Diamond D got props like a cop. Uh, another New York guy. Let's see how you feel about this one. Uh, the Jedi, Mario, Mario Ellie. 
Mario Ellie. It's always a favourite of mine, just for that nickname. Well, not just for that nickname, but that was part <laughs> Doesn't of really it. go with his name, though. No, I don't know. Let's go Mario A. Eli? I don't know. I don't know where it came from. Who general, knows, think, yeah. But a fantastic nickname. Yes, one it's a good best. one. I remember him being old. Olden at Houston. Well, he had that really interesting career path as well. He's like, have you seen that documentary about Irish basketball? About the Irish basketball, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mario Ellie in like, yeah. 1982 in, in That's a bit late in that, County Cork or something. Late 80s. Um, but yeah, playing... I can't remember what's that documentary called now. Oh, when we were giants or something. Something like called. that, yeah. We were, we were giants when we were giants. Oh, it's called We Got Game, the golden age of Irish basketball. Yes. Yes. Um, if you've not seen that, a really, Watch really it. good Blow your documentary mind. about sort of basically these businessmen just throwing lots of money at basketball in Ireland in the sort of late eighties and um, for like two or three years, changing a lot of lives. Fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mario Ellie was kind of on a team there for a year and uh, sort of killed it. And uh, before sort of catching on the CBA yeah. and. Uh, Genuine little Irish kids hanging from the rafters watching games. Like yeah, it's like it's insane. It's it's hard to get your head around it. Like um, so, yeah, he took his sort of midichlorian powers on a sort of European <laughs> vacation, and then caught on uh, with uh, I think it was the Sixers at first, and then the Warriors. Uh, and he played for the Blazers, didn't he, as well? Yes. Before um, sort of really making his name at Houston, it's Houston, the, yeah. Title-winning teams and uh, the infamous kiss of death. Against Phoenix in the '95 Western Conference Finals, you remember that? Made the three, and then yeah, all round the arena, give it the kiss of death. There it is, Mario. Uh, Mario, <laughs> death bobblehead. Um, and yeah, I just always loved his game. He just like he looked like you say, he looked like an old man who kind of just I don't know where's this guy come from. Yes, well, it was it was like him and like Vernon Maxwell on those Houston teams yeah. who were just. Didn't take shit. No, <laughs> would be the no, best no, way to, to describe it. So it like toughness, wasn't it? it? You'd hear about Mario well. and stuff. Yeah, yeah just poof, not taking shit. And um, but yeah, just a tenacious, tough guard. Um, won three titles. He's on the uh, the Spurs team as well, which won. Um, yeah, yeah, because it was just... another one. You'd be like, "How are you still playing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How the fuck are you?" Like somewhere in the league. On a tryout, looking for a 10... Malik Rose is probably somewhere looking for a 10-day contract, yeah. if you know what I mean. There's just those guys who you're like, I thought you were 40, 15 years ago. Yeah, tenacious guy. You know, decent touch. and Yeah, you can't argue with the rings. I, I, I just, yeah, from literally from from County Derry Leisure Centres to, to three rings. Yeah, he was in Ireland, so it was a while ago. Like, yeah, worth a watch. Yeah, you can't... You, yeah, I, you got, I, love, I love those stories. Far more than any number one draft pick, if you know, <laughs> like Cosseted had it all. Yeah, went yeah, to yeah, uni, yeah. didn't really. If you don't mean, I don't know. No, he had to. He had to graft for it for death. Um, he had to work, and well, it showed in his basketball as well, though. I think those those players generally come out with much better rounded games. Yeah, talking about heralded sort of guards who were sort of high draft picks. Chris Jackson, later to become Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, was yes. Star player at Louisiana, LSU. Um, yes. Did he go like two or three in the draft? Pretty sure he did. He was, he was high. high pick, wasn't he? he was a high pick, um, and he was much vaunted when he came into the league. Played with Shaq on sort of that team, and it was his team. You know, yes. Shaq. You know, he was he was a phenomenal college player, you know, dropping 50s and stuff all over the shop. And uh, if you don't remember his game, it's kind of like a mini Steph Curry with yeah. the range and stuff and yeah. the finishing. And we could dunk and stuff as well. Yes. He was, he was like a... He was like... He was Trey Young ceiling. 
Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Maybe not quite the passer. Um, he was more of a yeah, a sh- sh- similar type of shooter. But um, it's a lovely stroke he had. Yeah, he, he had a lovely, lovely yeah. stroke. I can always remember him hitting like thirty, you know, forty foot buzzer beaters and stuff on NBA action. Yeah, just, just a lovely, him in lovely stroke. Um, overcame Tourette's syndrome as well, didn't he? Yes. Kind of, so he plagued him obviously his whole career and stuff. But um, I don't know if he was it was like vocal or like just like no, nah, he had like tics. A nervous yeah, yeah, yeah. tics and stuff. And um, obviously, um, it's kind of become more of an issue in light of the Colin Kaepernick thing. But he sort of refusing to sort of join in the national anthem was mm. became a story, didn't it? Became a thing. Yes. And, um, He'd been doing it for a while and no one had noticed the problem. Yes. It took to one media outlet to sort of, yep. you know, make a thing out of it. That's all it ever takes, isn't it? And yeah. before you know it, before you know it. white people oh. are not happy. Society loves to make knee-jerk reactions to things without really thinking it through. Um, Society loves it. But that kind of, it kind of did really, kind of lead, kind of blackballed him, didn't they? Yes. Sort of, I think he was traded to Sacramento. Yes. Well, the other thing was it was an unfortunate time because it was... In between the so Gulf Wars, Wars wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah. there was like it, it's fine or... before, but yeah. you, everybody knows how this goes. You go to war, and then suddenly, I imagine he was exposed to a lot more racism from that point. If you know what I mean, to go from Chris Jackson to Mahmoud Abdul Rauf definitely changed. If you know what I mean, and yes, it was very much a product of flag wavy Hulk Hogan USA USA period that led to players like that being silenced if you know, and it still is if you know what I mean that there's a fox lady lowering from not that long ago telling LeBron God to shut up and Jesus. bounce or bounce if you know what I mean yeah. in in the worst we probably weren't aware of it as much back then either, no because you were a kid so it's only later worse. on yeah, yeah. You, you, I thought maybe he had, he, I, I was assumed he had like bad knees and was bad for injury and it's yeah, only yeah, later on like 28 yeah it's only later Europe. on when you get older that you and then you've seen him in the big three now, and he looks in better nick than he did yes. when he was in the league. He's obviously, you know, he wasn't done physically by any stretch. He <laughs> dominated that. Not drinking's not, not not obviously done him any Yeah, um, looks really trim and in good nick. And yeah, just out that he had that brief comeback with Vancouver, I think. But it was just, yeah, he was wasn't as though his skill set diminished. Yeah, you know, he, he, it's also interesting though. Wow, yeah. They've latched onto Colin Kaepernick as if he was the first person to do this sort exactly, of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he we mentioned this with Craig yeah, yeah. Hodges, didn't we, and stuff, and um, just become more high profile now with with a lot more media, isn't there? It's almost the thing of John Carlos and Tommy Smith. Exactly. If you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, yeah, there's other people made similar sacrifices in this statement, and it's sort of in the it's it's in the narrative to make out like this is new rather than it's been. Like a struggle that's been going on for a long time. Absolutely. Talking of struggles, one man who struggled with uh, discipline and being barked at uh, in training uh, was one Latrell Sprewell. Latrell. Latrell. Were you a fan of his game? I don't know, to be honest. Like when you look back, he was he was good at lots of things. He was an all round player. He was. He was like proto Iguodala. Yeah, kind of him, and he reminds me for when he, if you actually watch the old footage, a bit like Westbrook because he was just really single-minded, grab the ball, just run as fast yes. as he could to the rim. Yes, uh, he that was, was very much his thing. Unrefined. Yeah, really raw, wasn't he? Yes, and I don't. It was one of those ones where he was much. He was very highly regarded all that time at the Warriors. Well, he was quite a late pick, wasn't he? He was like mm. a late first-round pick, and then I think it. 
they had quite a lot of injuries to Hardaway and Mullin uh, on those sort of world up, teams, and, and he's kind of like, up. right, we just let's just give it this guy, and uh, he instant he was became like a you know three time All Star on the Warriors. And, Kind of became his team, really, didn't it? Very yeah. quickly. Well, yeah, that's what led to Mullen and all the all those yeah. going. Yeah, basically, they thought, well, um, we don't need him. We're on now. Yeah, just that lightning quick sort of slasher. Um, he had those sort of really pow two handed sort of overhead dunks. Really, you really, really aggressive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't you rim. can't hang on the rim anymore, can yeah. you? You can't do none of that stuff. So, um, which is a shame because that was one of the great, great most like sort of expressive things of it, sort of thing. Like it sort of takes away the moment. It's part of the celebration almost. If you know what I mean, it's like telling a footballer once you've scored, you've got to, you know, you can stick your arm up and have a little wave and then you're done. Yeah. But he kind of came obviously more to the national spotlight with the incident with PJ Collissimo. And... Incidents are way too <laughs> yes, Yeah, extended incident. He had a, he had a several, couple of pops at him. Yeah. Several incidents over a few hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, if you actually read it, it's not, not a great look uh, by any stretch. Kind of. No, he comes to, off as a fucking cunt. PJ Collissimo yeah. looks like a dick. Looks like a dick, but I could listen to that shit yeah. for that money yeah. all day if that's one my job. But Spreewell comes off as like a fucking... Angry child, yeah, yeah. an angry child in a like six foot six seven body, like just everybody's worst nightmare. Um, and then obviously there was the suspension, which I think got overturned, and he got his, some part of his money back. And then had this sort of renaissance on the Knicks on that lockout team, didn't he? Yes, yes. Uh, it, they... it was like an amazing confluence of circumstances. He was obviously the sort of bloke who kept himself in shape whilst. You couldn't say that about lots of the league in that era. In the yep. That season was, yeah. yeah. Truncated. So Mr. Kemp. Chaotic, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But it's what it was, wasn't it? It that was, was the weirdest season ever. I it was shortened. Chaotic. Yeah, yeah, because that's why. They, they, were, they were like, they had an, an identity, an organisation, and then... Got lucky on a Larry Johnson four-point play as well, if I remember. There was never a foul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just fat ass fell over. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, but like, and him, they also got to pick up Spreewell, like a franchise yeah. player that yeah. had essentially oh, just been let player, go. Just been let go, if um, you know what I mean, because he choked the fuck out of his coach, <laughs> tried to literally eye his head off. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how we feel about Spree. Uh, and I, yeah. tr- trust me, as a Sonics fan, I fucking dislike PJ Carlissimo. Yeah. He, he oversaw it. He's a nice enough bloke off the cover, yeah, terrible coaching sort of relationships with players and stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that to be honest. I don't believe I don't believe the, those things. He's a nice guy. He just comes and barks like racist yeah. abuse at dudes all <laughs> afternoon. And then and then and he comes out, takes his jacket, takes takes tracky off and he's back to a nice bloke. I don't think he's any suggesting he did that. But, I think yeah. a lot of that sort of yeah. Mm-hmm. The implication I've never been a You fan. don't have to say the words for it in of itself to be an act like that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't Envy finding myself barking orders at people. Are we, is he in Latrell? Latrell Spreewell. Yeah. Latrell Spreewell. Also, one thing we got, we, I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast before. Name on the worst shoe ever. Oh, the, uh, the, spinners. the spinners. The Dada, the spinners, spinners. The Dada yeah. Supreme Spinners. Yeah, they were awful. Dada Su- Google that on your phones now. Oh, and then, God. yes. They so spinning. He can go in as that because he's, yeah. Did they re-released them a few years ago. I'm sure they probably did. did yeah. I'm sure somebody's got to have been like, yeah, we're on that. Yeah, We're on that them. Was, that was the hard time. Everybody wants them retro kicks now, innit? Fashion faux pas. Latrell, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say this is not a, it's not a list of high character guys, but No, 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 no. 
No, no. I, I imagine I imagine a lot of these... There is a few. There is a balance. You know, yes. we've got Mahmood after we're over in there. Hey, Sam Perkins. No, we're disputing it, didn't he? Right, but that's the, what I'm saying. End, Sam. Can, uh... That's what I'm saying. He's in there for some more... Con- I tell you what. I tell you what. There's some fucking lawyers made a hell of a lot of no, money no. at this list. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of money... I wonder what percentage of their actual earnings some of these spent on lawyers. Um, <laughs> Imagine that, though. I know, Jesus. I got a anyway. liar. He had to get rid of yacht, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, yes, another famous yeah. financial yeah. mismanager. I believe. He went down in my eyes massively as well after the Charles Oakley Knicks thing, where they barred him. You know, after they wrestled yes. him to the ground, and then literally next game, he turned like, up. For Latrell's, Latrell's, Latrell's court side, like, all right, Latrell, how much he paid you for that? Isn't it? Isn't it? He was at the London game as well. So. Yep. But cashing in. You know what? It, it'd have been at a Timberwolves it looks game. Like Rick the James now. As well. <laughs> it looks like 80, early eighties. Rick James. Yes. Like yes. He was always. He grew that hair out and wanted. Yeah. But he always had an odd sort of serpentine look. He was. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Um, right. We'll balance this out with some character then. Again, one of our favourites and why we were uh, we loved basketball so much. Minute Ball. Yes. Minute. Minute. What a character. What an ambassador. Yeah. An ambassador. What a human being. Yes. Um, an outlier in every sense yeah. of the word. You can't really, if you, yeah, if you've not read these books, an autobiography from sort of the early 90s out there, it's worth a read. Um, just for his sort of upbringing and the whole sort of effort to get him to the States and, you know, get him through college and get him to league was just a story in itself. Um, and just, if you ever saw that, Old footage of him launching threes and stuff. It's once made six threes player. in one half, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I can remember. Like six uh, threes and a sixers. half. Didn't somebody just Phoenix? Somebody they just kept feeding him. Yeah. He just kept launching it. Oh, it's like nine threes. It was ridiculous. Um, but he was always throwing it down into the basket. It was yes, they could weird. drop it into yeah, the yeah, basket. Yeah. He didn't need to dunk it. He could um, plop it. And there's always those sort of top ten NBA highlight when he blocks four like blocks four in, shots a in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Manu, Manu again, Manu, just, just feet just, rooted on the floor yeah, like um, the, like a tree. So yeah, I can remember. I can remember being sort of holidaying in Mallorca with parents. And they got, you got like screen sport on in Spanish mm. or something and. Being like a Sixers playoff game on in like eighty nine or something. That was the first time I'd actually seen him in like a live, you know, a game, a full game. I was just like trans. I was like, mate, this Manute ball. Like, I remember. I remember him seeing him on the basketball dunks videos and stuff, but I'd never actually seen him in a game. I didn't even see. Like, I didn't see that. I remember I, I had a like, book that somebody got me because they knew I'd like. So it was like a book of basketball coaching, and it had right. some pictures of NBA players. And they were quite old. Some of the pictures, if you know what I mean. And it, but it, it's a picture of him on the bullets I remember just been transfixed by him it was if you know legs, what I mean. wasn't it, it, would, it was transfixed so by him <laughs> he looked like an eight foot long Grace Jones at times like yeah, he, did. He, he, he very much that that Sudanese African like just was a different look to the African American players that were there yeah, if yeah. you know what I mean and, yeah. he, and just that, that Dinka Dinka tribe just that massive body if you know like just yeah. he, in the same way you can't look at Spud Web leap and not stop going up and your jaw drop, you can't you you can't not look at Minute Ball and be like Yeah, they were on that minor league team together as well, weren't they? Some seagulls uh, or something? Yeah, the, the Rhode Island Gulls. Rhode Island yeah. Gulls. I think Mugsy had a go on that team yes. as well. So. Well they were smart, weren't they? That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. They they were sell tickets. Well we've harked back to the almost carny esque yeah, somewhat say. slight freak show mm. element to it, but um but yeah, he could play. 
Oh, he could really play. That's mean. Anybody who could drop six threes and a half. Hey, no yeah. bounds clay drops six threes and a half and Twitter's blowing <laughs> up, if you know what I mean. Um, it's even funnier when that guy's like seven foot eight. Yeah, obviously his son playing now, uh, Prospect. He's probably going to get drafted. And uh, yeah, obviously no longer with us. Um, if you followed his story, we'll probably go into, we'll probably do a pod uh, and go into it a bit more. But, you know, lots of humanitarian work and just, just absolute shitloads of basically spent every penny out yeah. trying to help, you know, war-torn Sedan. Uh, a a and, giant of a man yeah, as he was physically, yeah, by all accounts. Like a state funeral, yes. you know, attended by dignitaries from yeah, around the world, like you know. A, a giant of a man as he was physically as more, well, yeah. Whatever he did on a basketball court was sort of far out where he did the stuff he did off the court. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely uh, get into it a bit more um, in a pod going forward. Um, Smart enough to realise the opportunity he had and... Smart enough to realise yeah. what good could come of that. An all-time character as well. Every teammate, you know, yeah. talks everybody about talks him. about he him, loves him. Yeah. Comedy act, you know, he'd go out and you know drink a load of beers and like drive home, sat in the back seat and stuff, <laughs> and you know, and Chris Mullin was really good friends with him apparently, like right up till uh, till his death. There, so yeah, salute to Minute. We'll dig into him again going forward. Uh, I need to make a salute to Minute T-shirt. You... <laughs> I'd buy one. Oh, yeah. Um, right, we'll be right back. Uh, what are your thoughts on DC, Derek Coleman? Derek Coleman. Now, this is a weird one. I always liked his game. I didn't see enough of DC to be able yeah. to be f- full wholeheartedly. What I do know is is that any player from that era, because his peak was just, bef- like just was before on the net I was getting it, into with, it. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Anderson and Petrovic. I loved that team. And they were so much they were just never on the telly. So no, it, it, it's no, hard to have, really... to have formed strong opinions. But anybody who I respected from that time, they all place him like top five or something. Just a skill set. Yeah. Um, if you can't remember his game, six foot, sort of ten, big man who could pass, dribble, and shoot from outside, facilitate a great passer. Like, yes. Um, could dribble a bit and just pretty much do everything. Could dunk, you know. Could could jump on people. Remember him? I remember him yamming one on Shaq. Shaq tells that rookie. story. Yeah, yeah. Because he's from New Jersey. He was yeah, in yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. He was in New Jersey, and Shaq's got like his whole family there. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> he just came out right and stuffed it on it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he kind of became that poster boy of the too much, too soon. Yes. Uh, and ended up with the lockout and stuff because, you know, him and Glenn Robinson and Garnett getting those massive contracts and work ethic got a bit questioned. Yes. This was before the rookie scale contracts, wasn't it? And stuff. Yep. So, um, but to be honest, my memories of DC are him looking like a... 46-year-old George Foreman. <laughs> he did, did. He had the bowl head. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, physically, they sort of got similar towards him. He got a bit, he got a bit lardier, didn't he, in his sort of Philly days and stuff. Yes, um, he looked like he... could he... play. I mean, yeah, he wasn't... Was in the donut box. ...as quick as <laughs> his younger years. But um, I can always remember he was the one who, uh, when David Stern tried to introduce the sort of dress policy, he just said, I'll just write you a blank check, <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm going to wear Timberlands and jeans. I might be in business casual. And I always kind of liked him for that. I was yeah. just like, fuck you, David Stern. Why should I dress like a 50-year-old dude, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, but it all accounts, he's 
you know, he was quite a nice guy off the yeah, course. Yeah. No, one, no one speaks badly of him. You know? No, no, like I say, all, all the players from that era you could possibly respect all rate him, proper rate him high. But I just, I, I didn't see enough of him oh. to have my own strong opinion either way, to yeah. be fair. Um, we'll put him on the maybes list then. There's a few. Like I think he offered a bit more than Sam Perkins. I'm sure he did, but it's yeah. just, yeah, favourites, isn't it, if you know what I mean? Um, I think he'd do well in today's NBA, if he's, if he's stay off the down. Yes, yeah, 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 the, like the, the, pre, yeah, the pre-set yeah. for life. The original sort of stretch DC. yeah. What about, we're talking bad boys pistons here. Um, okay. What are you feeling about Dennis Rodman or Vinnie Johnson, any of those guys? Uh, Vinnie Johnson is another one I feel like I missed his yeah. prime I so I saw that... an old man sparking off the bench when, mm. when they were like here he comes the microwave another old time so, nickname and someone well. was like and I, my always thought was someone probably better check the fuse <laughs> <laughs> I think their matches might be wet if you know what I mean but like, so I've only got like old Vinnie Johnson memories I remember so. him hitting that game winner in the finals against Portland yes they back to back but yeah, he's kind of we caught the back end of his career. Yeah, right? yeah, one of those players who was like a six man because his P his prime was over. Yeah, I remember him just having a really big arse and could yes. just back people down into yes. the paint and dum, just get his shot dum, off. He had that weird kind of really high sort of. It wasn't quite a jump. It was like a push shot kind of yeah. jump shot. It was strange, like and, a cob. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a it was a really weird shot. You don't really see much nowadays. No, uh, it no, was kind of very much in the eighties. Uh, Thanks to the coach that shit. Out of yeah, you. Bernard King used to take a lot of those. Yes, like a weird. Kind of, yeah, yeah, he was he was weird. So I always felt like I'd missed his thing, yeah. and that so I can't really do him justice because the Vinnie Johnson I I saw was more of a slow cooker. Yeah. Than what, a about microwave. what about Rodders? What about Rodgers? Dennis Rodman, I I mean I absolutely love, yeah, and have always always loved his game. I loved watching just to see how many rebounds he could get and stuff. Yeah, was mental because that's the way he focused on that. Yeah. was like is can he get twenty tonight and stuff. I loved um I loved him as that part of that bad boy Pistons because. Yeah, the first proper, proper like. He was a really unique athlete, wasn't he? The way he could jump and jump again, come down and like jump resetting. so quickly was unbelievable. Retarded calves yeah. and like Achilles, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like dom 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 dom. Yeah, and he he ran really sort of short steps as well, didn't he? he was like a really unique sort of physical yes. player. Yes, he was very very strange yeah. and Obviously seemingly really had strong. original. Kawhi Gecko hands, yeah, yeah, and um, I just remember him being like the young one on that Pistons team. He was, yeah, yeah. He was well, the young he, in fact, one. he came into league quite old. I think he was like twenty four as a rookie, yeah, because uh, he kind of bounced around sort of community college and stuff. So he he was actually quite old by the time he sort of got on them Bulls teams and stuff. He was well into his thirties, wasn't he? Yes, uh, he was old as shit. Yeah, he was old as shit. Uh, Every thought it was done by then. Yeah, so he was quite a late bloomer. He was written off several, like three times. Yeah, Pistons wrote him off. Bulls write him off, Spurs write him off. If you know what I mean, like each time he resurrected himself on a um, on a team that was a legit contender, five time NBA champion. Yeah, and, and on what three teams? Yeah, well, now I mean, kind of he was Pistons, Spurs, then Bulls, and yeah. then he, it all went a bit yeah pear shape with the other stint on the Lakers and the Mavs, didn't he? Yes, think, but and, the uh, he's done by Chester, well, <laughs> or Brighton, he ended up in the BBL at one point. Yes, yes, at uh, one point. Uh, and, yeah, it's know. been a bit of a freak show ever since with trips to North Korea and whatever but um, yeah seven, seven time rebounding champion seven time 
all defensive. Well, it's a really interesting story, though, isn't it? Because yeah. people see Dennis Rodman and they think he was always like that, but they don't realise no, that no, he was a legit player. Well, for like seven or eight years, he was just a normal-looking bloke yeah, who yeah. just a hard-nosed basketball player. And then when apparently the story goes that he was seeing people like Jordan making all that money, and yeah. he's like, "I'm freakishly good at my thing. Yeah, yeah. I deserve some recognition, and if." The only way I can get that is to... Yeah, because you've actually I've seen him in interviews and stuff and was in that Big Brother thing. Wasn't he was a calm, he was considered, really placid man. boring bloke. Yeah, yeah. He's not, yeah. He's not particularly sort of outlandish personality. He's just, I don't know. He needs to present himself thing. that way. Yeah. He needs to but I, I do remember, I don't know if it's at this time, uh, but and it was much nearer to the time, but I know while he was at Spurs that he personally made sure that like no... No black person or black kid died and was like had a pauper's funeral. He paid for oh, really? and stuff. He did a he actually yeah, yeah. did a load of I think stuff. He gave a lot which, of his money away. Yeah, I think that that was part of his motivation for changing up his whole look and stuff. It wasn't mm. just purely selfish extravagance, which yeah. it was about being. I need to get money to do the things I want to do in life. The Donald Trump friendship quite worrying. It is. Yeah. It is. But he seems to be a person who courts controversy more than. More than anything else, yeah. because that's his brand. Feeds the now, isn't it? Dennis Rodman. But what does now he can't rebound? What is Dennis yeah. Rodman without that? Yeah. So, yeah, dated a string of uh, celebrities and whatnot. Hugh Madonna, yeah, Cindy Crawford, and yeah, slanged it, <laughs> slanged it. Yeah. So respect, respect to work. I can imagine. The, I don't know. It's an interesting read or not. Like half of it's bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dennis, come on, we'll take Dennis. Apparently never, apparently never spoke to Pippin or Jordan. No, no, I heard that. Yeah, weird. I, I always respected him for that. Apparently just turned up, did his shift, off he went. Well, they were like enemies on those Pistons yeah. teams for years. Like Isaiah Thomas hates Scottie Pippin. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he was on the open court. He can't <laughs> help himself. It's like, all right. You the fucking one who walked off without shaking hands. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Rodman's straight in there. Remember by by the end of the Bulls when it was like a joke, he'd be out leading a fast break and like I'm not even going to try and shoot. So well, no, he just gave up me. at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not. Just take a random three that'd go in. <laughs> not even shooting. Right. What else do you want to go for next? Let me throw some names at you. Okay. Um, Mookie Blaylock was one you mentioned. Mookie Blaylock. Who you liked? Mookie Blaylock. Always loved Mookie Blaylock. Yeah, he was always kind of. Steel Always love Mookie Blaylock. De- defensive dog, defensive yeah. dog, defensive dog. And it's either Steve Smith or Chris Webber tells a story that like he was so good at stealing that he was like learning when people's crossbows and their ticks that they'd be in timeouts and they'd be like, right, cherry pick because I'm going to steal it this play, yeah, yeah. and he'd steal it that play. Yeah. Like he had a triple double with all steals. Maybe one of the only players to ever do that. It was always a highlight on them NBA actions back in the day. It and always, there was always something going on with Mookie Blaylock. And, and because of that, old. and because of that, whenever you played basketball computer game, you wanted Mookie Blaylock as your point guard because he could pass and just rip the ball off people. Yeah, which yeah, is all you needed one on to do. Game. Mookie fucking Blaylock. No matter what they tried to do, no matter who else they tried to push, the Hawks always felt like his team in that era. And it, it, it was Mookie's team. Mookie's team always. Yeah. yeah, not had the greatest time off the court since. Uh, hey, look, if we're going to hold that, if, if you can't, if, <laughs> if, you, if you can't separate the man from the body of work, then not up. But we've got like two, as we commented, two of these people get on this list. I know he was in prison for killing someone in his car. <laughs> um, had some substance abuse issues, I think, but um, he might be out now. But yeah, not 
Define abuse and well. <laughs> substance. Not well for Mookie. No, yeah. Mookie's clearly not handled the Apparently funny and the fame well. Shitloads of weed before games and stuff. And no, it looked like it. Yeah, it looked like yeah, it. To be honest, talking about did you see Don Nelson the other night? <laughs> no, Jesus Christ, it was that we believe Warriors was he? They had the team back and uh, he still got that look. He had still got the look. Surf like, granddad. Yeah, and uh, they asked him what he'd been doing since he's retired. He was just smoking a lot of pot. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Yes, Just Nelly. Look, look baked to fuck. Yes, Nelly. Um, oh. Yeah, he's, he's he looks like life. fucking. Is this in Hawaii? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking he, he looks twenty years younger than when he was coaching. Great. It's yeah, insane. Um, yeah, so Mookie, um, I'll let you have Mookie. Mookie, yes. Yeah, I was. I liked his game. It was a great game. Yeah. Not much of a smile. He look. He just looks serious. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. Apparently, he was a he was, he was a baller. Serious like that. Not Mookie, but another one you've thrown out, which uh, I'll need some convincing for, is Moochie Norris. Moochie Norris. the name he suggests. Personal favourite, Moochie Norris. It, I love Moochie Norris. I love Moochie... I, I don't know how you can't just look at a picture. Google image Moochie Norris and then not be like, that's a basketball All player. All I can ever remember him hitting game winners and ripping his headband off. Ripping his headband off. Jumping sc- up scorer's, scorer's table. table. Yeah, yeah. Scorer's table. Lefty. A Clay Thompson-esque sort of shot and release. He had a really he weird... He could really throw from deep, couldn't he? He yeah. could really throw it. And if you look at his statistics, they're not great. But apparently, his clutch, oh, he his clutch, clutch statistics... So many game Sick. winners for Houston. Had uh, two spells with the Rockets. Other than that, yeah. played for the Sonics and oh, the Knicks. Oh, he bounced around all the sort of... Just, oh. Sort of lower leagues, didn't he, and stuff. And, uh, Afro, headband. You know he played for the Yakima Sunkins. Yakima Sunkins, yeah, yes. Really in like. the, that was the original D-League, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't he start off at the Sonics? Uh, yes, I, I he believe did. he did. Yeah, he was uh, nicknamed after uh, the Cab Calloway song. Minnie, Minnie the, the Mooch. Mooch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moochie, what was his actual name? Moochie Norris. Mucci Norris. I know he's coached a lot afterwards. Has I think he? he fetched up in the big three as well at one point, yeah. so kept himself in, in fettle. I liked it when he had the afro blown out. I'd blown so out afro, headband. though, with the sweatband around it and yeah. stuff. He was he just he just embodied a look that... In that nasty uh, Rockets kit. The, that, black one that's be. the only problem for... like yeah. His peak eras is in like the nastiest his versions. Name, his name's actually Martin, really poor. Martin Norris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Martin Norris from Barnsley. Oh, Martin. Yeah, yeah. He's got a plumbing business. Martin Norris, Norris and Norris. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Houston, really, where he uh, he had his uh, most joy. He kind of had those three decent seasons there, didn't he? Sort of early seasons there. Yep. Yeah, just game winners. Yep. Game winners. And, played, on that, played on that awful Knicks team. Yeah. That had like yeah. Marbury, Marbury and Zebo yeah. and stuff. And I think I saw him play, actually, in a game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I saw him play um, at the Garden against the Kings or something. I'm sure he was on that team. I can't remember. He ended up sort of like almost a two guard. Yeah, um, which was weird. But yeah, he was only little, wasn't he? Yes, he wasn't big enough to hold that role down. But yeah, he he was like he he sloshed around the league in like the worst worst jersey era. <laughs> I need a Mucci Norris bobblehead. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the best bobblehead. It's got to be the best bobblehead. He just. Yeah, I, I liked him because he had this style and it was sort of out of time, but he, right. he rocked it. I'm going to give you Moochie. You can have Moochie. If I yep. can have uh, Manu Ginobili. Yep, I'll give that. I know you're not a massive fan. Um, no, I'll, yay. Manu is underrated. Yeah. Um, What they call the sham god is probably a Ginobili. 
Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean, it's, like it's probably a Ginobili. That move. It's probably should be called a Ginobili. Shamgod kind of made it a bit more. He street, added he? a bit more yeah, hip and that, like yeah. wang onto it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Manu's game. It was great. Just that early pass. Just that thinking man sort of player could just get to the spots he wanted to. And uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I did enjoy watching the that era the team we mentioned earlier that whooped the Heat. Yeah, the was, Boris team and stuff. That was the last yeah. time during that finals that yeah. basketball watching basketball made me whoop. With yeah, joy. yeah, I was just like, this is with, amazing. With yeah, joy, I'm, he was part of yeah. a really special team. That of was a, really yeah. talented I, I, guys. I could watch that team all day. All really on the same brilliant. page, yeah, yeah, all at once, where everything came that's together. Basketball's just jazz, and everyone's just yeah. freestyling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, to be fair, Pop should. Probably have stepped away now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like last season, at the end of that that run, we're like, that was it. That's how we want to be remembered. Yeah, yeah, that was a special team. That's why. Yeah, I need someone off that team on there. Yes, um, of course. Tim Duncan, I liked his play, but he he wasn't very. He was a purist sort of player. To what you could appreciate sort of how good he was, but he wasn't. He was a statistician's basketball player. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Like, his box score looked better than good, the game. But, um, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't particularly pretty to watch, was he? No, I mean, no. It I, was think, I think he was one of those, if you saw him in the flesh, you'd appreciate more just his positioning and how good defence The way he would be boying off people yeah, who looked just, physically just more way kind able. Of, I remember seeing him uh, against the Clippers when they lost in that game seven in the first round a few years ago. Uh, I was actually in LA. I went to work, just so I could say I'd seen sort of Tim Duncan. And a big and, fundamental. Uh, he literally could... He could barely walk. Yeah, he was, he was like literally on one leg, and he, he still absolutely sort of dominated defensively and stuff. Just, you could just see the way he sort of saw everything unfolding before it did, and sort of the way he'd help from the weak side and stuff. Stuff out. It was really a clever player. Yeah, you probably didn't really appreciate watching on TV or no, no, you could you could never really catch and, that. Was and it? Man, it was the same to an extent. Just a very, very Paul Scholesy, if you will, kind of. <laughs> I don't know, kind of that underrated but very, very good player for a very long time kind of thing. Yeah, no, hey, seriously, if Manu Ginobili hadn't been Argentinian, then yeah. just, just think, if yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. If he'd have been from Arkansas and not Argentina, yeah. he'd have been the, if he was, if you know what I mean, it, to take that, if he'd have been called, I don't know, Martin Gibson, if you know <laughs> what I mean, from, from, from Arkansas, he'd have been, he'd have been what? He'd have been the great white really hype. Yeah. They'd have been talking like him, like they talk about Pete Maravich. That's true. Uh, right, we'll be right back. Speaking of white hype, I can see a name on there. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to throw one out there? Brent Barry. Brent Barry. Brent Barry. I like it. I'm Brent on board Barry. with it. Not the best player ever, but I like it. Just for the dunk contest. Just for the dunk contest. Yeah, in the warm up. Dunk contest. Uh, solid, solid career. Another spur. As well. Another spur. So, anybody that goes to the Spurs and sticks around has to have a brain in their heads, if you know what I mean, regarding like how to play basketball. But also just because everything I've ever seen him on as a pundit is my favourite basketball yeah. personality. He's a really nice, just complete opposite of Rick Barry, who always generally came across as a bit of a dick. As a bit of a dick, yeah. yeah. But Bones... 
Frank Berry just comes across as just a really lovely the guy. most mellow yeah, and, guy, and clever guy as well. I get the impression in forty years, um, people will be looking at pictures of Brent Barry and been like, "He reminds me of what after Don Nelson retired." You know, what I mean, like he'll he'll have it sorted. He'll have some nice well, he's retirement. Got a, he's, he's on the he's working for the Spurs now, isn't he? He's yeah, got a vice president, so they're priming him for sort of taking over some sort of off Buford or Pop, I'd imagine. Yes, um, yes. Uh, and he was very good on the TV when he was on. He was TV. really good on the Him TV. And Marvel, but, uh, were quite a good team. He's really good. Yeah. He had a good show on. Um, he had one really good show where he had loads of people in on like a little half court in the studio and trying to get yeah, them yeah. to explain like where you put your hands to. Like he was just sort of really breezy and easy with how he was getting quite difficult concepts across and, and like trying to look. No, you used to do this thing. Look, Kenny Smith. Stand there and do that thing you used to do with your left hand. What? Or like, I definitely a student of the game. Yeah. Yes, um, but... his game was flashy as well, though. Can you remember? Super flashy. It was all like sort of behind the backs and fakes and sort of. Yes, he was. He was sort of six seven. He was like the two guard of that guard, era, wasn't it? Yeah. Where you had if, to if you pump got him fake on and games, dunk. He was amazing. Yes, he was like he could just shoot Stretch, over the top of everyone. Hops. Um, yeah, I, I really liked Brent Barry. He's a two-time champion. So got his got his rings and that's why he's so casual around yeah. there when he's talking. Yeah, I can remember he, he didn't have the longest career. I mean, he played like thirteen foot. So I, I can remember him just saying like, "I didn't want to be one of these dudes just to hang around just to keep get, getting a check, keep getting a check." Much you know, as some people lord that. Yeah, I guess it, it kind of depends how you've grown up, though, isn't it? Like mm. you know, Jalen Rose kind of coined that term, keep getting those checks in the book. Yeah. But he used that money to open schools up and yes. stuff. So he's kind of like... That's different I to some people who yeah, just who, keep getting checks. Their name's Adonis Hasler. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he was kind of like... Is, is Speaking of grumpy old men. <laughs> I've had my turn. Why not? You know, I'm just selfish. I'm, Denying just, somebody else yeah, a job. a job and a place in the league. So I always kind of like that about him. Yeah. And, I've got uh, I've got all the money I could ever spend. Yeah. I've yeah. got I've got the accolades. He's I've achieved a, a the career dreams. after... After basketball, you're better than me, brother. Yeah, Brent and Brent, John and Drew Barry. Wasn't yes, he? yeah, John had a John had a decent career, a decentish career. Yeah, he was another one there. If he was around nowadays, we'd be on the Costa Cufa Soul Costa Stars. Costa Cufa Soul Stars. Yeah, that was thinning early that was doors. Thinning. Oof. Um, Oof. Yeah, Brent Barry. I'm happy with that. Yeah, just don't mention Tony Parker to him. Tony can't come in. <laughs> Tony's not allowed. Well, technically, still playing anyway. So <laughs> it's true. Actually, he won't be coming in. Talking about people um, carrying on to just keep getting checks. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. Let me. Uh, I'm gonna throw a name out at you then. Go on then. Brief career, um, but I don't know. I always liked his game. Malik Seeley from the no Seeley with us. Yeah, borderline. 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 I think it's more but... in sort of a nod to him being no longer with us. But maybe, I don't know. I always kind of liked his game, and he always seemed like a nice guy. Yes. And he had that sort of really athletic sort of. His game was athleticism. Yeah, um, chase down blocks and stuff. I can just remember. Uh, and he was on that sort of Timberwolves team with Jig Garnett. Yep. I've always had a soft spot for him because he was kind of one of them. He kind of came up and had a sort of decent college career at St. John's. And I always had a soft spot for him. I don't know. I don't know if he's... I'll allow him. So, yeah. I'll allow him. We have yeah. a nod to Malik. Yes, of yeah, course. Obviously, tragically taken quite young. Just a real, uh, a real sad story. I like Malik. I think we can have him. Yeah, we can have Malik yeah. all day. I like watching him. All Not day. an all-star by any stretch, but... No, no. But um, his game was built around exciting moments. Yeah. And not... And, uh, yeah, hard. he was a really sort of highly sort of publicized high school player and stuff out of New York. Um, that's kind of how I remember him. Kenny, Park, Kenny Anderson kind of time, that kind of era. Yeah. And uh, just being sort of... The hype was 
probably bigger than his sort of pro career went on to be. But, um, yes, yeah. yes. No, his prime is that it wasn't, era. It wasn't quite Felipe Lopez level of kind of bust, but um, he had a decent career. Black Timberwolves Uni. Beloved teammate as well. Like Garnett was proper broken, wasn't he? Uh, I think. By yes, yes. Time. Well, people forget how much of a part of that franchise Kevin Garnett was. Yeah. Like 13 fucking years. Yeah. People people always assume him with the Celtics. He wasn't the Celtics very long at all. Yeah, he wore his number when he went to Celtics, didn't yeah. he? Uh, in honour of uh, Malik, uh, number two. I'm sure his old man was like Malcolm X's bodyguard or something. Really? That's why he got the name Malik. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Uh, obviously growing up in New York. Um, so yeah, we'll have Malik in. Of course. I'm trying to think of other players from that era who... Uh, what were your thoughts on Kendall Gill? Kendall Gill. Yeah. The perennial missing piece. Yeah, but never... It was always the missing piece that never really turned nah, out to be the missing piece. Nah, kind of, he never really got on in Seattle, did he? George Carl didn't like him. Um, no, and they sort of moved a lot to bring him there. Yeah, yeah, from Charlotte, where he sort of started. I always loved him at Charlotte. Mm. He, was, he was very high-flying, sort of did dunk on people. Yep. Sort of quick defender. Um, and then he was on that New Jersey team. Team 2000. Never quite... Kerry Kittles and, and KVH. Van Horn and yeah, never quite. So he's kind of borderline. Kendall Gill for me. I don't know. Have we got any other names you want to throw out there? What about Bill Lambeer? Bill Lambeer for sure. Yeah. Bill, big Bill Piston. Lambeer for sure. Yes. Bill Lambeer for sure. There isn't a famous player from that era who wasn't, he didn't trade blows with, literally. Nah. Literally. Nah. Like if there was a, Superstar from that late '80s era, Bill had a crack at punching him. Larry Bird still hates him. I can imagine day. why. Like, I don't mind sort of dirty players, but he really wanted to hurt you. He <sighs> would have ended your career and thought nothing of it. You know, he was a dirty, dirty, dirty bastard of yeah. a player. Um, apparently, came from like a really sort of privileged, like upper yep. class background. Yeah, Wasn't yeah, really yeah. Madly in love with basketball, he just happened to be six ten and. Sort of Liked to rock. Talented. Yeah. Enjoyed getting uh, into it. But yeah, just a proper pantomime villain. Yes. Um, he's got to be in for that, really. I remember the plastic mask yeah, and how he carried really... that on because it came like a trademark. Yeah. He's like face grotesquely twisted and sweating under that plastic <laughs> mask. I remember also, little known fact, he went on to be like a, like for a while, but like the most winningest coach in the WNBA's yeah, history. Yeah. He like he's a... massive. Which is part. strange because you'd never have sort of no. tabbed him to be. Uh... No, his game didn't seem like he oh, was... Oh, he really loved basketball. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. went on to be like a really like pivotal part in like building the WNBA. Yeah. Um, Much, which shocked me. Had his own basketball game as well. Bill Lambier's combat, combat basketball. basketball. Game. I remember that. <laughs> yes, yes. I never played it because I fucking hated him. So yeah. I, never, I wouldn't buy the game. Um, but yeah, he was under... I mean, he's a full-time All-Star in the 80s. People yep, full-time All-Star. problem. Fucking... Uh, what, he like, led the league in rebounds. All-time... Well, he was high on the all-time rebounds list as yeah, well. Yeah, got to be up there. And kind of a one-team man, really, wasn't he? Uh, well, he started off at Cleveland early on and then... Yeah. Yeah, did a good decade or so with the Pistons. Um, we'll bring him in. Just ruffle a few feathers. Just to ruffle a few yeah. feathers. Let's get him in there. Charles Oakley. I can't remember them. They must have gone out. They must have had yeah. it. They, they, those two were smart enough to save it for locker room, yeah. for corridor. Come on then, Bill. In you come. We're up to 44. 44. 6-0. 6-0. For our 50 at 50. Let me throw some names at you. Go on then. Not really on the court. More sort of character-wise yep. and 
sort of what he meant to basketball in this country. John Amici. John Amici, yes, for sure. What are we saying? For sure. Scored the first points of the uh, new millennium in the NBA. Yeah. First That's an odd... An, yeah, he's in the odd. Basketball Hall of Fame just because of that. Apparently. What an That's odd thing know, to be known for. Yeah, but, uh, strange. No, legit, legitimate English player. Yeah. Born in the States, but obviously yeah. grew up in Britain and very much an Englishman. And yeah, one of the sort of more refreshing sort of commentators on basketball, sports in general, and society in general, really, got yep. up to become quite a respected educator and philanthropist and lecturer and all-round sort of good egg, really. Um, yep, I remember. Sort of had a measured opinion on sort of any sort of sporting story that comes out. You'll, you'll usually hear some common sense come out of his mouth um, when other people are talking nonsense, <laughs> which is usually quite refreshing. And uh, yeah, his books are great read if you like basketball biographies and stuff. Um, I remember walking past him in Sheffield train station whilst he was literally playing for the Sharks. He did play for the Sharks, yep. didn't he? Yeah. So to see somebody go from playing round here to playing in the NBA, if you know, was yeah. was what what? He sort of caught on caught on at Cleveland, didn't he? At sort of yep. mid nineties after quite a decent college career at Penn State, and then. Uh, he went to Orlando and really had a fruitful time there under Doc Rivers. I think he yes. really enjoyed it and wasn't really, I think he got an injury and kind of scuppered him sort of contract-wise. Yes. He turned down that sort of big offer from the Lakers. From the Lakers, which, yeah, really big offer. It was several million dollars, definitely, which probably ended up in Utah when he had the greatest yep. time in Houston. Not quite had the career he probably should have, but wasn't the most athletic guy on earth. Could, no. Couldn't really jump over a phone book. Uh, no. Ambidextrous and could kill you. Scored on that low block, and a lot of teams could have used that. I think. Yes, and, uh, yes. But yeah, did did it his own way, and um, for sure, and definitely deserve an odd for that. I think. Yes. It'd be nice to get him on the podcast at some point. Yes, actually. maybe. Yeah, um, be curious to find out what, just why the what, what about that Lakers one was it? Was it misplay sort of lo- loyalty? I can't remember. I remember in the book, it was kind of he. He was doing a lot of work in Orlando mm. with off the court with troubled scenes and right, stuff. Right, okay. To the point where he basically adopted a couple of kids right. uh, to sort of get them on the right path. And he, I think he felt like he was going to be abandoning them. Yeah. Uh, and they got no father figure. And it was very much, it wasn't the money, you know. It was, And then I think he got injured in Orlando, if I remember rightly. And they sort of reneged on. Yes, oh, well, an agreement. You, yeah. yeah, so yeah. And I know there was a thing there where yeah, it was like, ooh. They kind of shafted him a little bit. And I've heard yeah. some people use that story to be like, look, if the yeah, money's on the um, table, then take it, because yeah, you never know yeah. where, the, where you I go. I don't think he's struggling by all accounts. No, um, no. I think uh, he seems to be, he's a very clever seems guy. seems to be enjoying sunsets and like... From a rooftop Covent apartment Garden. in Covent yeah, Garden, yeah, and yeah. them cigars don't look um, cheap. I if you know what I mean, nah, so I don't think John, John's doing all right. I don't think John was ever driven by the money yeah. of playing in the NBA anyway. So, um, but yeah, a, a very interesting character, one of our favourites. Maybe what? opposite end of the spectrum, really. Um, Stephen Jackson, Action Jackson, Action Jackson, Action Jack, Captain Jack, the greatest teammate ever. Apparently, well, that's what, what they hey. say. Watch the Malice in the Palace. That yeah. guy will steam into 5,000 people <laughs> to chin one in the middle. It's straight up. Yeah. Like, if anybody's like, I've got your back, nobody meant that more than more yeah. than Stephen Jackson. No, a beloved teammate, apparently. Yeah, everybody. Uh, everybody yeah. who played with him loved him. Um, the Spurs brought him back. Yes. Yes, Pop loves him. Yeah, I don't think... Uh... I don't think it ended that well the second time. I genuinely but... believes he's better than anybody who ever played. Yeah, but again, not an all-star player, not sort of, but could do a job, athletic and beloved teammate and uh, a character. Definitely. Yes. Not short to uh, 
throw his uh, opinion in the ring on anything <laughs> uh, basketball wise. Yes, yes, I think he, he, if anything, should probably maybe chill with that because I think he not quite worked out which media outlets value his opinion and which yeah. ones get him on just for any opinion. Yeah, yeah. And plug away to get an opinion just yeah. to get some clickbait. Yeah, they, I'm sure they wheel him out on ESPN a bit at some point. I don't oh, they do a lot, yeah, a lot. Yeah. He comes out on a lot of things, but it's also like, what do you think about Lonzo Ball? Well, well obviously I think I'm better than him because I'm better than him. He's not wrong there, though, is he? Exactly. And, and then it, it just... Uh, we're up to 46. Have you got anyone else? Comes to mind. Forty six. Uh, we mentioned him earlier, Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy? Did we mention Muggsy? Uh, briefly. Uh, Only hasn't been on the same team okay. as Minute, but we've not throw Muggsy in there. We've not. Want. We've not talked about Muggsy Bogues. Know, I got a problem. Well, we mentioned him with Reggie Lewis as well, didn't we? Yeah, he's a teammate. Yes, um, yes. So he's he'd been on the fringes. Yeah, just for being five three and last. <laughs> five four three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a. Absolutely phenomenal high school player. If you read that yes. Boys of Dunbar book, they just didn't know what to do with him. Like he would steal your fucking ball yeah. off your. What do you do with it? that? Five foot yeah, three, what? lightning quick. How's anybody prepared for that? Nobody's prepared to play basketball against no. someone like that. No, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll take Muggsy. You can't, you can't disagree with Muggsy. Question marks. Then we had Derek Coleman was borderline. Sam Perkins. Um, you can have Derek Coleman. Yeah, should we have yeah, DC? Yeah, DC Take can make that. Uh, what's your thoughts on Bernard King? Bit before our time. Bit before my time, I don't know about the body of work. Only know the no, only know the name. Footage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only so. know the name. So I've I've never really had a, an no. opinion about him either way. No. Lloyd Daniels was another one for me. I always kind of because I've heard it was such of, a unique sort of story. Missed, yeah, yeah. There's not many. There's not a great deal of footage of him out there. But obviously, if you've read the book, you know his story, and obviously didn't end particularly well. But yeah, another fascinating what if story. Yes. Sort of Builders as the next Magic Johnson and various issues. Um, want some, if you want some names for players that, that could have been, never quite lived up to the hype that they first busted, but had really long career, I'm going to say Jamal Mashburn, Sharifa Borahim there. Who else did I used to like? Oddly, oddly, and this is a personal one, a player I liked, but I could never really tell you why. Short career, Trajan Langdon. Yeah. I don't know what sure he's in the front office somewhere now. Prototype so. outside shooter he was. Prototype Brevin Knight. Jason Kidd, another one who fantastic game, but never liked him. Never liked him and Jimmy. Uh Craig from Chain who sent us a list of fifty. Let's see if there's anyone in here you want to put. What in. we got? Let's have a uh, look. who we haven't got. Chris Weber. Chris Weber. Patrick Ewing. LJ. Harry Johnson. Penny Hardaway. Alan Houston. Stockton Malone, that's not for us, I'm afraid, Craig. John Stocks. Kobe as well, we've never Kobe fans. Yeah, you can't have Kobe. Tracy McGrady. Mm. I was never a a big team Mac fan. No. Never was. No. Never Um, was. You want John Starks? We can have John Starks. I'm I'm not arguing with that. I don't mind him. Another one of those Knicks teams. Another one of that Knicks teams. I I never really... I kind of just laughed at him though because yes. I just love how Reggie Miller used to fuck with him. But that's that's part of it though. Is yeah. that's part of it, isn't it? He like, did, and there's the dunk on Jordan. Is he was one of those players who people saw highlights and rated higher than maybe he should yeah. have been because if you saw the highlights, you were like, "Holy shit!" And then you watched. I can remember Ooh. watching that Houston finals live when he just shot him out of it. Yes. Um, and and yeah, and and in that in that ESPN docu, he does. He takes that all quite well. He does. You know no, what he I seems mean? like, like a like, lovely guy. Yeah, he takes that all quite yeah. well. So, yeah, I'll take John Starks. I'll give you John Starks. I've got a John Starks jersey. So, yeah, I'm fine with John Starks. Uh, got, we need two more then to round out the 50. Two more. He's got Jerome Kersey on his list, Craig. Ooh. He was like Jerome. Yeah. 
Have mercy, Jerome Kersey. Yes. He's no longer with us either. Another one. Jesus, this list. There's not many of them around still. Isn't it? God. Um, this is, this is, be careful what you wish for, is, is what this it? list is, isn't it? Um, what do you think? Jerome Ronnie Kersey? Cycli. I'm throwing in Ronnie Cycli. Dr. J. We've got a Dr. J. Again, probably go in, really. only seen highlights, though. Yeah, only seen highlights, so, just I, for being so I really struggle. Just motherfuckers ever. I don't know. I really struggle. Trick. Ray Allen. I'm never really a massive Ray Allen fan. Never really a massive Ray Allen fan. Whilst this is... Again, this Grant Hill, list, I wasn't a massive These Grant are all Hill players fan. that don't need us. No, in no. The, no, no don't, don't, don't need, if you know what I mean. It's like, fuck it, Delonte West. <laughs> and everybody knows why. And if not, Google that and enjoy. Are we having Jerome Kersey? Yes, I we'll have Jerome so. Kersey. I'm, yeah, I'm happy with Jerome Kersey. Yes, he yes. Dunk. He could dunk. Dunk contest. Trailblazer. One of them white cycling shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the nut huggers and the white cycling shorts that came out underneath. Ooh, I've got a name for you that go you're going to go like, oh, how did we forget? Go on. Cedric Sabalos. Yes, why not? I yes. like it. Yes. Could rap a bit. <laughs> Could rap a bit. I'm still not sure about the blindfold. And the Could dunk dunk a, no. I liked his game. Yep. And he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I liked him on the Lakers. Yes, that's, was, that, was, that was prime. The Eddie Jones, Cedric Sabalos Lakers. Yeah, I like it. That's I think nice we're probably one. the only people who hark back fondly to those eras. I know Ricks was a big Cedric Sabalos fan. Shout out to Ricks. Cedric, sure Cedric Sabalos. And then what? Yeah. Um, Oliver Miller. Oliver Robert Miller. Tractor Trailer. Yeah, I think we've got us 50 then, do we? Let's have a look. Yes, we have 50. <gasps> the 50 for 50. The 50 for 50. We'll put a list up. The 50 for on 50. The, uh, yes. On the podcast pairs. Yes. A Motley Crew. Feel free to Characters. disagree, obviously. Yeah, let us know this your thoughts. Personal preference and yeah. a, in no way a ranking of a any sort of, of order. Because, well, everybody knows if you were to make a list of the 50 best players who ever played well, the that's NBA. That's pretty boring. You'd start the same with list. Rex Chapman. <laughs> Rex, another yeah. oversight. Exactly. Honorable mensch, actually, to Exactly, Rex, that's what I mean. You can start. That's why I was like, we've got 50, we've got 49. He's good value on the, on the Twitter, actually, is Rex. Um, yeah, yeah, honorable mensch for Rex. There's a few you others as well. There's a few others you could throw in there. Damon Stoudemire. Yeah, didn't mind him. Yeah. Damon Stoudemire, another yeah. really, really undersized franchise point guard for seven years or so, and a couple He's a of teams. Player. Yeah, really, really good. Blazers. Yeah, I like it. There's enough there. It's good fifty. I go forever with this shit. Lorenzo Wright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Lorenzo Wright. Did Mrs. just get lock up? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she just yeah, got yeah. caught. Yeah, not great. Um, so yeah, Shamond Williams. Shamon Williams. <laughs> Shamond Williams. And if we're going to say Shamon Williams, we're going to say Sherman Douglas. Yeah, there's a picture of Sherman Douglas yesterday no. somewhere. D Brown. Yeah, no, I'm not bothered about D Brown. I still think he robbed Sean Kemp in that dunk contest. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there we have it. The fifty for fifty. Thanks for everyone who uh, made suggestions. Sorry, Pooh uh, Richardson. So yeah, we'll be back next week with the uh, now the games have started again. Check out um, footage of some of these players and some of the old games we've been putting up on the YouTube channel. Uh, search for Pick a Roll UK. Um, putting loads of series up there for you to enjoy. And like Sean Kemp and Mr. Barkley going at it, um, amongst others. And um... it's golden era basketball. Though. That was Western Finals. Golden era. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Gav, thanks for your uh, time and your suggestions. That's all right. That's all right. We'll see you next time. Peace out.